What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mike Milner. Today, we've got an epic Coach's Compass episode for you because I'm going to simplify the shit out of content creation. It is going to be very simple and yet very effective. This is going to open up a whole new lens through which you see content creation. And I think you're going to enjoy it because simple is usually the answer. And you'll see what I mean. But I'm actually going to be breaking this down into excruciating detail on a workshop that I'm doing next week. The only way to get access to the workshop is if you are in my course, Copy That Converts. If you are not in my course, you have no way of getting access. It is totally free for everybody who's in the course. Uh, It is unavailable to anybody else, meaning you can't buy your way in. I mean, I guess technically you can. If you go buy the course now, then you can get in. But this is a quality control thing. I am, this is going to be the most thorough and in depth training that I've ever done on email marketing, content creation, psychology. It's going to be very robust and very dense. And it will be recorded because I have a feeling that the people attending will need to listen to it multiple times to extract everything that's in there. Like your entire ecosystem of content. And the actual content that you're creating, the flow, the customer journey, the psychology behind your marketing tactics, like literally we're going deep on everything. Um, so this is going to be one of those no stone, no stone unturned type of training. And what I'm doing on this episode is giving you a very simple concept that you can use in case you are not in the in the course if you're not going to watch the training um this will be a part of it um and so i, I do want to leave you with something just in case for whatever reason you're somebody who doesn't want to um invest the 497 to get in the course now i can tell you that i have opened the door um there's 120 coaches, I think now in the course, 120 coaches. And I have opened the door for anybody to get a refund. No questions asked. I've, I've offered it many times over. If for whatever reason you don't feel like you're getting, you know, a return on your investment, you don't feel like you're getting your money's worth. Just let me know. I'll refund you. No questions asked. You get to keep access to everything. You get to keep access to the course. You get to keep all the materials. You get to keep everything. And I'll just give you your money back. Uh, and so far, not a single person has taken me up on that offer. So that should tell you something. Um, if you are on the outside looking in, um, again, it's personal decision. You got to make those choices, but there's always a trade-off. There's always a trade-off to those choices. And uh, you know, if if you're going to hold on to the 497, you're, you're going to put it somewhere else. I don't know that you're going to get a better return somewhere else. If you are, amazing. Um, that's obviously, you always want to make the decision that has the highest upside with the lowest amount of downside. That's Whenever you're deploying resources, you should always look at high upside and very little to no downside. So 
the way that I look at the course is there's high upside because you can quite literally change your entire business and have more predictability and certainty and growth and structure and you know know-how and and all of those things and the downside is is zero the downside is quite literally zero because the absolute worst case scenario is you get a refund and you walk away and you still keep access to the course so there's zero downside those are the best bets to make um but again i can't i can't uh <laughs> convince anybody of anything you have to make that call for yourself um uh, but the only reason i say that is because this particular workshop um is only available if you're in the course. And if you want to get access, you can just message me on Instagram and uh, just DM me, ask for the link to the course, and I will send it your way. Uh, my IG handle is at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. Uh, some other housekeeping notes. If you can do me a favor and like and subscribe to the show wherever you listen, it is uh, the, <laughs> the the strange thing. We had like a, a weird dip in downloads and I started like questioning everything. And I was like, oh my God, I'm Nobody cares what I have to say anymore. My message is not landing. I need to like <laughs> blow it all up. You know, you know how our brains go. Um, and then last week it was right back up to one of our highest weeks of download. I don't know. <laughs> I can't figure it out, but I'm just going to keep showing up and doing the best I can. But it does help if you like and subscribe. It also helps if you just share with, you know, friends or clients or whoever and. It also helps if you leave a five-star rating and review wherever you listen, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the reviews are meaningful and greatly appreciated. Um, so yeah, that's it. Um, if you do leave a review, you're eligible to win a free supplement of your choice from one of our sponsors, Cured Nutrition, Legion Athletics, or Organifi. Um, I don't know if there, like there's, uh, for the coaches listening, if you haven't, gone down the cured rabbit hole, I highly, highly recommend that you do that. Like highly recommend it because your clients will thank you. Just try it for yourself first and then speak from personal experience. That's literally all I do for the show. Any, any sponsor, anybody that wants to talk about, you know, oh, try this product, whatever. Like, will you do an ad read? Will you do this? I, I'm not going to do anything unless I know the people, I know the product and I've actually used it personally and I can speak from that experience. Um, so Cured has been a huge, huge help for me, especially as I am wearing many hats. I'm juggling a lot these days. Stress has been at an all-time high. Um, so I have really been leaning on Cured for sleep, for anxiety, for stress management. And they just have such they're they're amazing people and they just have the best product. So go to curednutrition.com. Uh, use code POPFAM if you want to try their stuff for 15% off. It's curednutrition.com. Code is POPFAM, P-O-P-F-A-M. Um, and just try for yourself. If you have some anxiety, um, I highly recommend getting some calm caps. Like us coaches, we we love the uh, productivity and focus products. And they have one that's called Rise, which I think you'll love. And then the Serenity Gummies are my absolute favorite for sleep. So just give it a shot, curednutrition.com, code is POPFAM. Um, anyway, so I want to get into uh, like this super simple framework for content creation that's going to change the way that you approach everything. So at, at like a core level, when you're thinking about content, I used to hate that word, by the way. I don't know why. 
Um, but when you're thinking about content, you should really be thinking through the lens of beliefs. And the easiest way to narrow this down is that your ideal client has a false belief and, and actually they have many false beliefs, but they have a false belief that is preventing them from achieving what they want to achieve. Now, if you're a logic thinker, then logically, you know that to be the case because if they didn't have that false belief and they did know what they needed to do and they had the belief system that would set them up for success, it would have already happened or it would be currently happening so they wouldn't be searching for answers, right? Logically, if they already knew, they already had that belief system in place, They wouldn't be searching for answers. It would already have happened or it would already be happening. So we know that there is a and multiple false beliefs that are not serving them, that are keeping them from achieving what they want to achieve. Your job, which is not an easy one, but it is your job, is to know what that primary false belief is. Your job is to know what that primary false belief is that's keeping them stuck. And now we we don't just stop there. We need to take it a little bit further. Not only do you need to know what their false belief is, but you need to know that what the experience was and what they've experienced, experiences, that led to that false belief. Why do they hold that belief to be true? Okay, so you have to know the false belief and the primary false belief that's keeping them stuck. And you have to know the experiences that led to that false belief. Now, everybody wants the shortcut. Everybody wants like, okay, well, tell me the example. Give me the template. Give me the framework. I'm giving you the framework. The actual work is up to you. You have to know your audience. You have to know who you're trying to serve. This is not something that anyone, it's like a client asking for the perfect macro plan. Like that's highly dependent on you. So if you were working with a client, yeah, you would get to know them and you would find out all the things. So I can't answer that on a podcast. I can answer that in a one-on-one conversation, but I can't answer that on a podcast. You have to be able to understand your audience to know What is the primary false belief that they hold to be true? So I will give you an example. (laughs) The problem that I have with examples sometimes is I think it's a good frame of reference. But on the other hand, I think sometimes people are like, ooh, that sounds good. I'll just use that. (laughs) But that's not the point. So the false belief, an example of a primary false belief that's keeping somebody stuck is that they have to restrict themselves in order to see progress with their weight loss. Simple one, right? The false belief is this: it has to be really hard. It has to be really time-consuming. It has to be really restrictive, right? These are all false beliefs. And then, okay, well, what experiences led to that? Well, they've been told and they've tried other programs that were restrictive that were time-consuming, that were really hard, 
where they started to develop the belief that, well, I was seeing progress. And if I had just kept going, I would have reached my goals. And in that process, they started to recognize that, you know, they, they couldn't be as social as they wanted, that there were certain foods that they couldn't eat, that there was a lot of time spent in the gym or doing cardio. Right. So through those experiences, they started to develop and, and reaffirm these false beliefs. So from a content perspective, your only objective, only objective is to shatter that false belief and to rebuild it with the belief that will allow them to be successful. Okay, so hopefully you're, you're, you're tracking with me so far. Your only objective is to shatter that false belief and to rebuild it with the belief that will allow them to be successful. Now, in this particular example, the belief is pretty straightforward. It should be obvious. The belief that they need is that it doesn't have to be restrictive, that you can be successful, that you can achieve your goals, that you can lose weight, look and feel how you want without it being restrictive, without it being overly time-consuming, without it being overly difficult. Right now, we're making that mindset shift into the lifelong pursuit where you're able to eat any food in moderation, where you're able to eat an adequate amount of calories without unnecessary restrictions and deprivation and all the things. And no, you don't actually have to spend that much time. You could do it with you know, 60 to 90 minutes total per week in the gym or working out at home or whatever. Right. So like the, this is the, the transition. However, here's, here's where content creation becomes more of an art. You can't just say it. <laughs> That's the thing. You can't just tell somebody, Hey, you're a fad dieter. Hey, you're chasing restrictive protocols. Hey, you know, you suck. <laughs> you can't, you can't just flat out say it. And then you can't just say, here's what you should believe instead. Like, when has that ever worked? Think about, think about all of social media. All of social media is filled with people in the comments sections trying to battle on beliefs. It is just, you know, throwing jabs and haymakers at each other. And nobody, ever in the history of social media has convinced somebody to loosen the grips on their belief system and adopt a new belief. It's never happened. I've yet to see it happen. I've been mildly entertained by a number of comments in, in the social media ether, and it's never worked. Nobody is ever, it doesn't matter People will will literally just come and study and fact and study and whatever and all the things, but this and that and personal does not fucking matter. You cannot just say it. You cannot just say it. The person has to come to their own conclusion. And this is the dance of content creation, but it, it will get really simple when I continue to break this down. So like the I, I actually in my private chat 
for everybody in my copy course. We have a private Telegram chat. It's a really cool place. Great people in there. And uh, I like to you know, try to offer as much value as I can. And I'll, I'll answer all questions and I'll post some things that I'm thinking about or some things that I've learned or whatever. And one of the things that I mentioned actually last weekend was uh, about the movie Finding Nemo. And I said to the group, I said, simple, what was, what was Finding Nemo about? And I got some amazing answers. And uh, a bunch of people chimed in and, you know, it was like, you know, it's a story about letting go and, you know, loving yourself and all these things, like all these beautiful answers. And Pixar, Disney, you know, any any of these movies, um, Finding Nemo just happens to be a really good example, is where imagine if Pixar was just like, hey, all the helicopter parents out there, if you're a helicopter parent, you're going to push your kids further away, <laughs> right? Like all the people out there would have been triggered and been like, dude, who the fuck do you think you are telling me how to parent and blah, blah, blah. Like that's basically what social media is. Social media is like, hey, if you're doing this, you suck and you should stop and you should do it this way instead. And it gets very combative and people get defensive because that's how our brains work. We hold on to beliefs very tightly. And when somebody questions our belief system, things go, like I made a post that was kind of like a cheeky post that I did intentionally um, about weight loss drugs and weight loss injections. And oh my God, you should have seen, you could still go see the comment session, but people who are pro weight loss drugs and weight loss injections, like there's there's no moving them off of that hill. And the people who are anti, there's no moving them off of that hill. They're going to die on that hill. They're, you know, and, and so you see it everywhere. So it's like if if Pixar was like, hey, you know, all the helicopter parents out there, stop doing this. You're smothering your kids and they're going to hate you. They're going to be like, um, screw you. But instead, what did they do? They told a story. And they allow the person consuming the story to come up with their own conclusion. So they might have been like, so the, so the lesson, the takeaway is like, if you're overprotective, you're going to lose the thing that you're protective of, as, as we see in Finding Nemo. But they don't flat out say it. They tell a story around it. And it's a very entertaining story around it. And there's humor and there's all these things. and then there's going to be a lot of people out there who are overprotective and it just doesn't land. They don't get the message. It doesn't resonate. They have lack of awareness, whatever it may be. But there's going to be a lot of people and there have probably been a lot of people who saw that and it, and it connected. It's like, damn, I do that. I'm overprotective. I'm noticing that I'm pushing my kid further. So, so to them, they weren't told it was their idea. They connected the dots for themselves. And that is the magic of content creation. Now, you may be thinking, oh, okay, so you're telling me I have to tell stories. Well, yes, that's part of it, kind of. That's 25% of the work. 
And the reason why it's 25% of the work is because humans typically operate in four lenses. We typically operate in four lenses. The storytelling lens is aspirational. Then we have people who are very actionable. Just tell me what to do. There's a lot of you who listened to the intro where I was like, I'm going to simplify content creation. You like pulled out your notes. And you're like, great. Tell me exactly what to do. You're actionable. You, the lens through which you see things, the lens through which you learn and do and, and behave is actionable. Then you have people. So that's, those are two lenses, aspirational stories, actionable. Just tell me what to do. Then you have analytical, the people who are like, give me the data. Tell me the numbers. Tell me the facts. Give me the data. Analytical. And then you have anthropological. I'm very much in that bucket. I like to know, like, why do humans do what they do? How do we think? Why do we behave this way? Tell me the, the evolution. Tell me why. So I, I, you know, so here, here's what's going to happen. If you are just like making off the cuff content, you're just like, okay, I got to make content today. I'm just going to do it. Your natural lens will be the way that you create content, the way that you deliver information will default into the lens through which you see things. So for me, if I am just off the cuff, I'm going to just do it. I'm very much going to fall into the anthropological lens. I'm going to tell, okay, and this is why, and then this is what happened in their childhood that led them to this. And then this is you know, why humans are so resistant to change because from an evolutionary standpoint, we like, I'll go into all of that just naturally. It's how I see things. I have always been that way. I have always wondered why, why do we do this? Why are we this way? Why are humans this way? Why do we label things? Why do we have these cognitive biases and cognitive distortions? Like what's the purpose? What is it? How is this serving us? <laughs> I always wanted to know the why, but those are the four buckets. So let's take a step back. Remember, you have a job. You have to dismantle the false belief that is keeping, the primary false belief that is keeping your ideal client stuck. And you have to dismantle that and rebuild it into a belief that is going to serve them. And the way that you can do that, and and also by understanding the experiences that led to that belief system. And the way that you can do that is you can first tell an aspirational story like Finding Nemo. Let me tell you about Sarah. Sarah, you know, believed that uh, she wanted to lose 20 pounds and she, you know, was a mom and she had no time and she was working three jobs. And here's what Sarah did. She thought that starving herself and eating very little and doing hours of cardio. And she had done all these other programs and she tried this and she tried that. This is what happened. And then this happened and then this happened. And then, and then Sarah lived happily ever after and got the body of her dreams and did all the things and didn't have to restrict and didn't have to deprive and didn't have to waste all this time in the gym and still got to be an amazing mom and the end, right? Okay. So now you've, you've captured 25%. 
the exact same story then can be translated into actionable. Just extract the things. Do this, do this, do this. Here are the things that you need to do. Do this, do this, do this. Then you can extract the data for the analytical lens. Here are the numbers. Here are the data. Here's the data. You know, Sarah did this, and 95% of people who do this do this. And then, you know, right? Extract the data. Here's what the data tells us about strength training and why it was so important for her metabolism, right? Analytical. And then we can go back to the anthropological. Well, Sarah actually started dieting because of her upbringing and her mom told her that she was too heavy, which then made her always believe that chasing a number was the most important thing. And she went all through, right? Now we get into the why. Anthropological. One theme, dismantle this false belief, rebuild it with something more productive. Four different pieces of content, four different lenses. So we should always be looking at this as what's the false belief? What's the experience that led to the false belief? How can I tell a story? to dismantle the the false belief and rebuild it into something more productive? How can I extract actionable steps for the people that just want to be told what to do? How can I extract the data for the people that are analytical? And then how can I extract the anthropological as to why this all happened? And that is content creation simplified. Now, you might be thinking, well, like I have all these videos and podcast episodes that do all of the things. The problem is you need to hold attention. And attention is very difficult to hold if you have this really long form piece of content that is rotating through different lenses. So in other words, Somebody that's very aspirationally, aspirationally driven, who wants to hear all the stories, they're going to get insanely bored if you're just talking about data. So what's more powerful is to go through this process of four different lenses. And it's the same point. That's the key. You're really just reinforcing the same point four different ways. And you should be doing that for pretty much everything. Now, me personally, because I live in the anthropological, you'll often hear me speak from that lens. Even with long, you know, I would say it's probably a a marriage between aspirational and anthropological. Every once in a while, I like to throw out data, but I'm, I'm more, I'm more story driven. I'm more psychology driven. I'm more anthropologically driven. So. Oftentimes you'll hear stories. You'll hear, here's why. And for some people that really connects, but the actionable, the analytical, they're probably like, man, I don't really like this guy because I'm more like, you know, 
our brains like predictability. So we stay in our comfort zone because it's predictable and most prefer the certainty of misery to the misery of uncertainty. And this is why so many people remain stuck and it makes sense from an evolutionary standpoint, but you have to be aware of it and, you know, change it anyway, because we have this prefrontal cortex, which allows us to delay gratification and think about things in the future that are bigger than ourselves right now. But like, I'll go into all of that. And some people are like, yeah, he's so right. That's amazing. And other people are like, uh, no, tell me the data. Tell me the action steps. So admittedly, I, I default, I stay in my lane a lot of the times, um, just because that's, that's how I see the world. That's my lens. So I, I frequently have to remind myself like, okay, give, give the action steps, give the data. It's, it's not super, um, it doesn't come naturally to me, I should say. Anyway, I hope that helps. That's, that's content creation simplified. False belief that needs to go away. Experiences that led to that false belief. And then what's the new belief? Tell a story around it. Extract the action steps, extract the data, and extract the why. And you're golden. Four different pieces of content from one idea, rinse and repeat. And uh, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised as to what happens. Like I said, uh, this is just a sliver of what I'm going to be going over on the uh, workshop next week. The only way that you can get any info on that is by joining the course. And the course will be very worthwhile um, in and of itself, not just for the workshop, but for the course itself. You'll learn a lot of cool shit. Uh, you'll be more productive in your copy, in your content, in uh, attracting clients, having more predictability and stability in your business. All the things that you should want if you're a coach that says you want a stable and profitable business, then uh, that would be it. So hit me up on Instagram if you're interested. Otherwise, um, <laughs> that's it. I can't can't save you. If you don't want it, I can't save you. Uh, you just kind of have to live with those decisions and choices, which is totally cool. But if you do need some help, just reach out at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner, and I will talk to you guys very soon.